Rest in peace to PMB Rock. Rest in peace to the legend Coolio. Hope both y'all found a gangster's paradise. Is this a gangster's paradise? Adult School with Marco Podcast, the trillest, realest school in America. And today, and today, let's big up Hove real quick. Something that he said. I'm going to play this, but it's going to, you know, I'm just going to speak on a little bit and we're going to title this the episode. This the, you know what I'm saying? This something special right now. But shout out to Hove. Shout out to Jay Z. Shout out Sean Carter. You know what I'm saying? The Mariano of the Marriott. Let's go. Go crazy. Yeah. No, I- 
What do you say? Chris on a speedboat. In my lifetime, nigga, go do your research. St. Thomas, my nigga, that was me first. Chrome shoe to GS, I came feet first. In the game, like a baby born to reach birth. I got the keys if you need work. I could kingpin you with line, the dime at a time. Mm. My niggas stop mm. when I talk like this. My corporate people start bugging because I talk like this. The corporate dogs is like, nah, I hold talk that shit. The dope boys go crazy when they hear that boy Jay-Z. See, I'm an 80s baby, master Reaganomics. School of hard knocks, every day's college. You ain't did nothing I ain't did. Nigga, pay homage. I'll pay the doctor. I spray llama still. The time will You know I'm being honest. You ain't pull my coat yet. And I keep my shit in coat check. They say the truth shall come to the light. So everybody grab your shades. Cause your boy that bright. Good night. Hey. Hey, you hear me? Hey. Hey. You hear me? The Mariano of the Marriott. You hear me? Hold on. This bigger than rap right now. Hold on. What do you say? What do you say? What is More than the relief pitch, I'm the closer. The Mariana or the Marriott. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't y'all don't hear me, a dope school Marco podcast. I'm the Mar I'm the Mariana or the Marriott. That's a bar right now. You hear me? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Adult school, Marco podcast. If the money talks, the whole world gonna hear me out. Cause I'm the Mariano or the Marriott. Like, hey. Chief Mulatto Poppy, it's crazy. Y'all come on this pod today so rejuvenated and so full of joy. Let me just share some things. This is real life. Today, I'm with my father. We slide to Walmart. I'm going to Walmart. I'm going to pick up, a pick up, you know, a black polo shirt, some black pants, some slacks for work. I step into Walmart on London Sophia Foes. I step into Walmart. I, I go to the clothes section. I hear instantly. I hear on the speaker. Chief Mulatto Poppy. Hey, I can't make that up. Hey, when I tell you, like, I felt, I've never felt like that before. Like, I felt cool. Like, I mean, you know, I felt like, dang, like, that's how, like, dang, I come through. Y'all saying Chief Mulatto Poppy on the mega speaker. Like, people heard that. People was like, what, huh? What's that? Who's that? That's love. Whoever did that. 
salute to you for real. I didn't know who it was. Like, and I'm, I was, man, I was kind of in a hurry, so I, I really wanted to find out. But that's what's up. That's love, you know. And Walmart know me. Like people on the West Side Market know me. You know, will Ron Burgundy say? I don't know how to put this, but uh, people know me, right? They say kind of a big deal. Now look, fast forward, right? I get to my new job. This person that I don't know, she looking at me in my face. She look familiar. Da da da. You know. Are you a rapper? She starts, she know me from somewhere, but I don't know shorty, but she, yeah. Oh, I think my mom knows you. I'm damn. I be forgetting. Hey, I, I, hey, 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 little slight flex. Hey, yo, mom know me? Okay, where she know me from? Okay. Tell your mother I said hello. Yeah, you feel me? Look, I'm just talking jazzy right now because I'm in a good mood. And motherfuckers been recognizing me like, like out the blue. Which I need to start kind of getting ready for that, embracing that, because, you know, it's like, you know, if you know me, you know what I do, and if you know, you you know, you know if you know, you know, right? Fame is crazy. Fame is a motherfucker, or just, you know, even notoriety, like, it's a motherfucker, like, so now I, I'm, in reality, as to where it's possible I could step into a, a Walmart and, and you know, that's, that's just dope. Somebody just that, that confident and knowing that it's me and saying, you know what, fuck these rules. I know I ain't supposed to get on here and uh, shout out my boy, but we gonna do that. Yeah, she was like, that was cold. Whoever did that, man, you, you know, whoever that was, that made my day. And then Shorty asking me like, yo, yeah, you know, uh, you know, that was cool too though. Like, oh yeah, you might have dated my mom. I, yeah. I forget, like, I'm like, I'm, and I'm at that age too. I'll be 32 in November. And I'm right at that point where, you know, it could go either way. I could, you know, you know, you know, shout out to the daughters, shout out to the mothers, you know, you know, I'm slick enough to pull me something that's in their forties and fifties if it's right, but I could still, you know, I could still run with the twenties and thirties club. So it's whatever, you know, I, anyway, well, I ain't going to say too much. Let's hope I'm not as pipe dream. So when they speak of success, I'm what they might mean. Uh, I just did my um, I just did my smile review reaction episode. That's on my YouTube channel. Um, can't can't speak enough about that movie Smile. Like I said, uh, go if you want to hear me talk about it, go to my YouTube channel, Adult School Marco Podcast YouTube. Uh, it's at the top of my videos list right now. It says Smile Horror Movie Reaction Episode. Uh. Yeah, I'm raving about this movie. I want to go see it again. And the uh, first time I went by myself, the sec the second time I might go some somebody. I might take my dad. I might go up there to see myself again. I don't know. You know. I might might get asked out to go on a date or something. Like, regardless, like I don't even need an excuse to. Uh, I don't need an excuse to go see that movie again. I, I really enjoy that movie. Um. Adult School Marco Podcast, the Trillist Real School in America. Today, I'm the Mariano of the Marriott. You know, like, you know, this bar gonna sit for a while. We'll see where this goes. But, uh, New Chief Mulatto Poppy, Dotty Poppy Chief. Oh, oh, oh. 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 Oh, oh
Shaking them dreads right now. That'd be my dance move. Go ahead. Go. Uh-huh. I'm a spin outside with a half a brick and a F in. Go. That shit, I was just feeling ratchet that day. Shout out to the Sour Diesel. Shout out beyond hello. Shout out to all the ISU women right now going crazy to this. Showing off their dance moves. Dottie Poppy Chief, and I think I'm Rick Jane because I got a super freak. One, two, hey, that look hard as hell. That's the whole, hey. T-H-O-T, Dottie Poppy Chief, and I. That's your heart. T-H-O-T, Dottie Poppy Chief. Man, Shaw Glorilla, she had that song. She got that song still going crazy. F-R-E-E, fuck, nigga, free, and I, you know what I mean? I instantly, I heard that, I was, oh, shit, okay. That's all, immediately that shit came to my head. Like, T-H-O, I just bit her style, but just put my shit in it. T-H-O-T, Dottie Poppy T, like, motherfuckers been giving me smoke, not really, though, but motherfuckers like, oh, mulatto, like, we don't want to say mulatto, like, that sounds, like, ooh, I'm like, what? Like, I, you know, I didn't even know, so, I mean, you know. Here I go creating another alias, because I'm still Chief Mulatto Poppy, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, but you know, if, if that, you know, the PG version, I guess, would be uh, Chief or Dottie Poppy Chief. I don't know. Just call me Marcus. Fuck, all these different names I got going on. Marco, Marcus, Chief Mulatto Poppy, Batman, you know, all this shit. Just call me Marcus, right? I've recently... You know, it's funny because shout out to my little brother because we had a we, we always have like important conversations, like literally like important, like with so much content and game there. We recently had a conversation <clears throat> and it really just put a lot of perspective in, for me and talking about personal development. You know what I mean? And, you know, like I said, it's crazy. You know, I've had that nickname Marco since I was 15. So everybody's been calling me Marco since I was 15 years old. You know, more than half my life I've gone by Marco, Marco. I rarely hear Marcus unless it's from, like, my parents, you know? Maybe my baby mama, you know? You know? Well, yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, um, uh, just so much to be grateful about, man. Um, recently found out that my mom does not. Well, I, I say this. She had. She was. She had. She got 
diagnosed with cancer, but then they say it went away. Then we recently thought like it came back. She just got tested. There is no cancer, so praise God. And uh, I, I'm gonna play two. I'm gonna play two songs right now that I recorded a few days ago. They're back five days ago. But I'm just heads up because the tempo of these songs and it's just like the, the, the mind state where I was at, you could, it's obvious. I don't even want to say too much behind it. It's obvious. But I'm going to play these two songs just because I want to shed light on them. I'm going to play this first song now, which is just backstory about this song. I, I recorded this song a few days ago, about four o'clock in the morning. This one that I'm getting ready to play. And, and you can hear it in my voice, you know what I mean? So it's I, it's really important that I wanted to come on this podcast, play this song, but also speak about this song real quick because um, this is something that displays my talent. And so, so real quick, this song is called I'm Losing My Mother to Cancer. Um, the beat, once I heard the beat, the beat immediately grabbed me, like, sometimes as artists that happens like when you when you hear a beat it's like when you hear it like within the first 10 seconds like you just you know you don't even know what you're gonna say but you know you're gonna fucking get your shit off right like you know you're gonna go hard so this was that i wrote this like four in the morning writing as i was crying just to the context and its title alone like you could tell the emotions right there so um, and, and it said, in my, I put it in my description, please send prayers, you know what I mean, this and that, uh, shouts out to everybody that's been praying for me, and this was something serious, like, I, you know, um, <clears throat> I used my mother's uh, uh, Air Force picture, even as a cover art, and I never, I never do that, so just thank you for everybody that's been sending prayers up for my mother, like, for real, like, I, my mom is my backbone, my mom is, uh, she's amazing, she's the best woman I've ever known, and, and, no one has, no woman has loved me the way, and naturally, you know, no, no woman loves you the way your mom loves you, supposedly, you know, in general, right, but I mean, just, I'm just so happy, um, not only for me, not only for my mom, you know, really also for my daughter, um, my daughter, my daughter and my mom have a strong relationship, which I'm so fortunate and blessed and happy, and it's just, it's beautiful to just look at, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to watch, like, it's just amazing. So shout out to everybody on that side. Um, I'm going to play this song called I'm Losing My Mother to Cancer. Like I said, I recorded this five days ago, and I probably found out maybe two days ago that she doesn't have cancer. So uh, just the power of prayer is so important. So I'm going to play this song, I'm Losing My Mother to Cancer. Play this song, down. I'm going to play a freestyle I did. Shout out to Mob Deep, the legendary uh duo mob deep um shout new york what up shout out um you know rest in peace obviously prodigy um havoc what up uh get away i did a freestyle of that you know so so you can hear you could definitely if you listen to this podcast right now you can tell my energy is up you can tell that i'm not depressed right now you can hear it in my voice these two songs i was severely depressed very anxious, but really depressed and sad. So you can hear it. So I'm just displaying this to just showcase my, uh, just, uh, you know, I, I don't even come on here and showcase my catalog anymore because I have too many bodies of work and too many songs. But I just want to, for the new listeners to this podcast, and when I play my music, I'm just going to kind of start trying to get it more specific and narrow down because I can rap about anything and make it sound fire, literally. Like, and it, 
And th- I've been doing this since junior high and high school. And like, you know, like shout out to all my English teachers, anything that I had the opportunity, like if it was an assignment and I had an opportunity or chance to just turn it into a rap. Every time I did that with anything, it was an A plus. And not only that, I wrote my own lyrics and I was going off and performing the shit. That's another thing is like, I'm a performer, you know, I'm a comedian, I'm a, 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 a sound engineer, a recording artist, I'm all these things. And, you know, when you get me on that stage, no matter what it is I'm doing, I'm showing out. I'm I'm on Kobe Bryant kind of time when I'm performing. There's a microphone in my hand. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pull them emotions out you. We're going to get about that out you. We're going to get that about you. Yeah. So I'm going to play these songs just to, to display, like, wow. Like, because when you hear it, and I'll preface this, like, you know, don't beat me up on the sound quality because I'm going to keep it real. I'm doing all of this off of a phone, a cheap smartphone, and not even, you know, this ain't no top grade iPhone. This ain't none of that. This is, you know, smartphone. But it's, at the same time, I'm saying that preface it because, you know, perfectionists want to, you know, listen to my stuff and be like, oh, that, that, you didn't use Pro Tools. You didn't use the, what editing program and all this shit, you know, and I'm working on the shit. But, you know, it's crazy. I've been making music since I was like 13, 14, 15, right? Recording and all that. And I'm, so my, you know, recording music, I'm 15 year plus vet. Now, engineering my shit, I'm a year in. And I haven't even, you know, I haven't even, I'm, I, you know, and when I say a year in, literally like from having my laptop and a microphone and, and, you know, all these other things, even that I've acquired along the time, like I've only started doing this shit for a year and I, and I'm, you know, this is just off of my, you know, some shits that I record music wise, most of it's off my phone that I've recorded. Like that's on like my uh, SoundCloud, my latest SoundCloud page was a chief model poppy on SoundCloud. I don't even use SoundCloud no more. I haven't uploaded there in so long, but, um, Shout out to BandLab, B-A-N-D-L-A-B, BandLab. I've been using BandLab since 2017. It's crazy because I, I was using BandLab and I put out a project called Sir. And, uh, you know, either Marco Foltz was the name I was using at the time. But I mean, but I put this project out right when I moved to Florida, when I was on Cocoa Beach, Merritt Island, Cape Canaveral. Uh, I put that out. So, you know, I've been in it. So, I, you know, I... I've been using BandLab for a while. So shouts out to the engineers that are on that. Shout out to the app. Shout out to everybody with BandLab, like just everything. And shout out to the content creators that use BandLab. BandLab is huge. You know, and you can follow me on BandLab, the Chief Mulatto Poppy. That's, you know, that's where I do my music at. And on top of that, you know, I don't blast too many of my socials. I'm only on Snapchat. T-R-U-T. H-O-N-E-S-T-Y, the number four, the letter U. Um, I'm only on Snapchat. I don't like any other social media. Uh, I never did. And my relationship has gotten worse and worse with it. So now I'm just cut off with it. So, you know, I'm just letting you know. Like, uh, And I got a lot of stuff on the internet between Marco Foltz, M-A-R-C-O-F-U-L-T-Z, if you look that up, and between... Chief Mulatto Poppy and between Adult School Marco Podcast and between, I just have a lot of content on the internet. You talk about my mixtape run that I went from like 2012 to 2014, five mixtapes on that piff under Marco Foltz, M-A-R-C-O-F-U-L-T-Z. A lot of people, I always spell that out because a lot of people don't know how to spell it right or they mispronounce it or whatever. So, uh, 
But yeah, uh, let me get into playing these songs real quick. I'm sorry. I got, yeah, well, on that tangent. So this this first song play called uh, I'm Losing My Mother to Cancer. Now vibe to this shit. And, and, you know, if you need to cry, cry, because this is very emotional. So I never really, I never put disclaimers in front of my songs like this. But I'm telling you, like, I was crying when I was doing this shit. And it just kind of, it came out of me. And uh, just like the lyrics did, it just kind of came out of me. So, uh vibe to this shit right here and then we're gonna go to the uh getaway freestyle and then we're gonna get back uh a little bit talking more about the movie smile and just uh, also some of my plans moving forward we're gonna talk about a few things so uh let's get into this a ghost school marco podcast the trillest realest school in america and today i'm playing a song this is called i'm losing my mother to cancer shout out to all everybody that has cancer that's going through cancer that's fighting cancer that beat cancer shout out to just cancer survivors just shout out everything uh shout out to the support group people around people that have cancer um praise god my mom does not have cancer cancer free she you know so she's a fighter um so let's get into this this shit is so fucking Losing my mother to cancer. I can't love you right now. Right now, I don't have an answer. I can't love you right now. I'm losing my mother to cancer. I can't love you right now. Right now, I don't have an answer. I can't love you. Do you love 
Yeah. <clears throat> Yo. Shout out to the producer, too, that made that beat. He's fucking cold as fuck. I don't want to put his name out right now, only because I need to reach out to him, and I need to build that relationship really with him, I think, because he's an incredible producer. He's in my email uh, a lot, um, and uh, his work is amazing. So, But, yeah, we going to... And then just to speak on this real quick, then we're going to move to the next song real quick. Like, yeah. You know, I can't love you right now. I'm losing my mother to cancer. Like, just, you know, for one, most people that know me, and it's hard, because, like, that's, I don't even like saying that I'm a rapper. I don't like calling myself a rapper, just because that term and word is so played out and so abused and just has a negative I feel like that word is almost cursed. Like, you know, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I guess, like, when I, I just, it hits different maybe when you're young or like if you're 21 or 20 fucking whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm 30 something now. So, <laughs> like, whenever, if I say I'm a rapper, I'd never feel like, uh, as soon as I say it, it just doesn't feel like it, like, as soon as you say it, like, you know, you see that look from people. Even when they're, if they smile and they like, oh, whatever, like, they, it, they sound fake inter- interested. Like, it just, I don't know. I feel like I've come up with different terms or I just, or really, I just lean on the, my podcast side. You know, I'm a podcaster. Or, yeah, I'm a film editor. I'm going to spice the verbs up, you know, my vernacular. I'm just going to show, you know, show off. Like, you know, I'm a cameraman, but I'm really a, yeah, a movie director or some bullshit. But anyway, uh, no, it's really not bullshit. Like I take it serious, and at this point in my life, I'm, I'm, you know, really weighing on going to school for some of these things. Maybe going back to the military, something, especially just something extra. I need to be doing something extra. You know, I see a lot of younger people than me uh, multitasking, having jobs, and being a student, and that's something that. That's so valuable to have as a person, no matter how old you are, just that desire to want to have more than one plan or, or, you know, have your long-term goal and short-term goal, shit like that. A lot of people are just fighting to wake up and go to bed. And in between time, it's just a lot of tough shit going on. You know, I'm trying to really build and be, become successful and, you know, endure a lot because I know I'm going to have to and just, you know, being able to set my daughter up in life the best that I can. And I want to try, you know, and I want to get on it now. You know, she's young, so, you know, she's three years old. So if I'm, by the time, like, if she's 16, you know, it shouldn't be that difficult for me to be able to, if I start now and have some sort of plan and be consistent with my plan, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, by that time, it's like, shit, yeah, baby girl, I'm going to buy your car. Or you'll buy your car, you know, I'll show you how to save money, shit like that, you know, because I'm going to get on the ball as quick as I can. You know? Life is so short. But yeah, let's play the song Get Away. Mob Deep Freestyle. Uh. 
turning 32 in two months. This is 30 for 30 ESPN. I roll two blunts. What I read, James Evans. Excuse me when I'm too blunt. Two pistols, two chains. I brought two cups. Fuck this industry. So many gimmicks and characters. Hip hop looking like Walt Disney. Got me throwing the dust like white baby. Flow viciously. High frequency. I'm dunking down the low energy. We are not the same. There is no symmetry. Now time to give a kid some chemistry. Me and Alphabus for never ride. Infinity. I was on Ryan for Infinity. Dark Knight rises and you listen to the trilogy. Found my name is some accusation. I'm fucking myself. Stop masturbating. Am I important? I buy cars, clothes, and hoes, but can I afford it? Mom in the 70s, mom's in the 60s. How much more time do we have? After I lose my parents, do I have? Sometimes being a single father doesn't feel like I'm a dad. So I'm in a relationship with my notepad. When I see my daughter, I get so glad, but she too busy to wait. I'll be treat me like a stepdad. I'll be treat me like a stepdad. And then it, it's just a continuous instrumental for another like minute and a half. But yeah, you know, I'm snapping. Like, you know, I ain't gonna brag too much on my lyrical ability, but that's just why it's like I need to really elevate and, and I need to continue honing my craft, but also start going through some of these doors that, you know, this can bring me to type shit and continuing to level up and continuing to display my talents and abilities, you know, lyrically, whether that be singing, rapping, you know, fucking, once I start playing the guitar, start fucking, you know, even getting my grunge bag, you know, fucking, I'm huge into heavy metal, so shit like, you know, like once I cross over to that and stay there, that's going to be something that's going to be something for real. And a lot of people, some people might be shocked, and but there's a lot of people that fucking know that side of me and they're waiting on that. I'm, I'm really liked among in the heavy metal community as far as, you know, and, and it's really a nice community. It's, uh, I think it gets a, and this is funny, you know what I mean? But, you know, the metal community gets a bad rap, right? Uh, uh, that's that's a play on words, but that's the truth. A lot of people, you know, just fucking, you know. And rap gets a bad rap. I mean, fucking being a rapper nowadays is fucking terrible, like, as far as, like, because it's so fucking dangerous. And the money, and then, you know, it's about all about this. That, that industry alone is so different versus just having a regular job. Like, you know, if you have a regular job, you're going to get paid this and this amount if you put in this many hours. You know, I've never understood why rappers never wanted to make jobs cool i should start rapping about jobs but then it's like and eh, i gotta be careful because you know all these it's just different now but i'm saying though, on the talent and level and bars and all that shit and just making some shit high, yeah i could definitely fucking I could I could produce jingles for any job I probably worked for, like if I really wanted to do it, you know what I mean? Like so, it's just but I'm just saying, like, yeah, man, I probably need to definitely need to get my passport. I need to start hitting these airplanes and start taking trips, start getting in these big marketplaces. I just at least I just want to give myself the opportunity. I don't want to be thirsty chasing shit, but you know, there's 365 days in a year. 
say if I fucking pick seven days out of that year, right? Like a whole week. Just a worth, right? At least, minimum. But say, okay, yeah, I do, I take a trip seven times in a year. Each time is going to be a different place. And each time I'm on a plane. And each time I'm at that place for probably three days or some shit, you know, at least two days. I deserve, and and on top of that, I feel like I I should, you know, I've earned it. I deserve to be in certain situations, places. So I should make myself eligible for certain opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Like, fly to L.A. during this time in this month. Do that and then go network. Cause at the, at the fucking you know that and there's so many ups to that versus downs. Like there is no con. Those are all pros. When I'm doing shit, like say, you know, not to put a whole itinerary out there, but just an example. Say, this is an example. Say I fly to L.A. Los Angeles. Say I go there April 1st and 2nd. I'm using this as an example. But this is this is what I'm saying. I'm speaking this shit to existence because I need to start doing shit like this. I'm just using this example, though. Say I do that, though, right? That's why I'm saying all these months ahead, too. Like, motherfucker plan for this shit. And, you know, boom, like, it really happens. So say I take a flight out to Los Angeles April 1st and 2nd. Okay. Now I got my fucking hotel room paid for. I got money to move around. I got Uber, all this shit. Say, you know, knowing I'm going to be there for two days, say I got WrestleMania tickets. So say I'm going to WrestleMania. Say I'm not, but not even if I'm going to WrestleMania. It don't have to be April 1st or 2nd, but just even if I was or wasn't. But say, you know, boom, I plan for that shit and go. Fucking go. Take a fucking month, you know what I mean? A day out the fucking month. I said seven in the year. You know, I could do that shit 12 times. Once a month, if I'm just, you know, fucking fly out. Say I go to L.A., yeah, two days. Hotel, everything paid for. I'm good. I got food out there, all this shit, you know. Then you need to be careful, though, also, though, because, you know, doing what I'm talking about trying to do, you got to know where you are. You got to also, you know, if I'm traveling, it's like, you know, am I traveling with somebody or am I going with my mom my dolo? But regardless, it's like you got to know where you're at at all times. You can't afford to be like, you know, like going to the city, you know, it's obviously for a reason, it's objective, but the, at the worst, you're there and you have to network, but that's what I need to do. You know, so say I say, so, okay, not going to WrestleMania, say I go out there still though for two days, you know, got the hotel and all that shit. I'm networking. Like I'm like I I'm gonna have my situations where it's like yeah I got a roof over my head that night so I'll be good to stay, but I'm out here fucking networking. I'm bringing my camera, whatever the fuck. However, I gotta move. I gotta move. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna front on my shit. I'm like oh I'm gonna bring this and this. No, because you really do have to be careful. Also, where you at? Where you? What you do? Where you stream on the internet? What you post? All that shit. But when you know you on business, you approach it like you a real fucking businessman. And I am a businessman. And when I get my passport, oh yeah, fuck. Every time I'm on a fucking plane, it's fucking shit. It's really like a jet. This how fucking first class, how really shit this is. 
Real classy. So anyway, professional businessman. So look. Say I go out there, boom, yeah, start fucking networking, you know, scope the city out. L.A. is, because I need to be in New York, L.A., Texas, fucking, you know, I so many different areas I need to be in. Tennessee, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia. I need to touch a lot of states. Start touring or just start taking trips out there because, like, I'm at that point, I could... I know, I, I know, I know what's behind a lot of this shit that's really working for people, and it's more than just, uh, it's not no one-man bands out here in this industry. Everyone has a team, everyone's got management, everyone's got an agent, everyone's got all this other shit, everybody's got a label, you know, this and that, whatever. So now I'm at that point, now I really know my talent has value, now I'm gonna start pushing that forward. You know, for so long, my shit, I knew I was good, but this shit been a hobby more than anything, or this shit just been some therapeutic outlet for me but now i'm at the point i I see there's definitely value in this and what i'm doing and now it's time to polish things up tighten up but it's time to you know really package shit up package it and deliver it in a business way and capitalize on this shit make money like you know like you know i'm at that point now recognizing my talent and worth and you know in my 30s like yeah fuck like there's people out here in the entertainment industry that are rich. And what's rich to me, it might not be rich to you, but when I'm saying a lot of money, like, you know what I mean? So I want to get in that position, have them opportunities where I get them chances because shit, I'm not living my life for myself no more. I always have my daughter to think about, you know, and as long as I'm alive, I'm going to be a great dad. There's no doubt about that, you know, and the thing about it is, is it's challenging. So, you know, it's, it's not supposed to be easy and it's not going to, but I'm just fucking, you know, I'm just so fucking geeked up about it, about being a good dad and just loving my daughter. You know, I want to be that man. I want to be the man that she needs me to be. I also want to be a man that she can respect and people around her can respect because that's big. And even that mindset is big. You know, I know I know people that don't care about their kids <laughs> and that treat them poorly and then they grow up to have mental health issues and all and so forth. You know, it, it's real like that. So I believe my daughter already ha- has a special gift on her already. I think she's going to be important. She already is, but I'm saying like, like she's going to be a big deal, like for real. So, and she is already, but I'm just saying just, man, it's so powerful to manifest things too and to speak positive things into happening because you know when it happens you it, it feels like twice as good when you be like yeah i said it i told you it's gonna happen um but yeah so other than that like i said going back to this movie smile uh it was great um i might see it again uh I looked at, I mean, yeah, I've seen some reviewers say they weren't thrilled with it. Even if I stand alone as like even overpraising the movie, I'll stand on that. Because for one, it's only my point of view. So, you know, everything's subjective. But even on top of that, like tell you, I know horror movies. I'm a horror fanatic. And as far as, uh, yeah, shout out Parker Finn. Uh, 
Yeah, great, great directing. Like I'm just gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna look him up, see some of his other movies. But it's interesting though, being a film director and a producer, because it's like that's just so cool to not only direct the movie, but just, you know, but one of the things just to even have that on your resume, like on your back, on your belt, on your jacket, you know, like, like Rob Zombie, like what he is as a recording artist is iconic. And even, you know, uh, also in the movie lane, horror films, I feel he's iconic as well in that. And people like to put themselves put a person in competition with themselves you know what i'm saying people like to say like oh like i like rob zombie's music better than him. no his movies are better uh you know what i mean so that's cool when you're that talented and you 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 have that much drive for something you're that passionate that you just master two different totally different things that's in, like i mean just round of applause and hand claps up to rob shout out rob zombie and his wife sherry zombie uh, uh, fucking, that's just dope. Like, 31, probably. And I, so maybe I'll give my, okay, I'll give my favorite top scary movies of all time. And uh, Smile, I'll take, I'll say Smile's number one. I'm that in love with that movie. So, and that's, you know, for me to just put that as number one right off the bat, that's impressive. I'll go smile two second. I'll I'll go Rob Zombie. I'll go thirty one. Three. Uh I have to say the conjuring. Probably the first I mean, you know, or just that whole series, you know, I could, you know, not just even get into specifically like one, two, three just yet. So smile, thirty one, uh, all the conjurings. Fourth, eh, terrifier has got to be in my top five because how the way is it is, and it is a classic too. So that's four. My fifth, what's my fifth favorite scary movie of all time? Uh, that's a good question. Who is my fifth? Like a couple of options. I mean, uh, contenders. Like I mean, Jeepers Creepers, the Candidate. I'm not huge in the Halloween or Freddy Krueger or Jason. Like I mean, I grew up with it all. You know what I mean? I'm not like it. You know, like uh. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Mask. Yeah. Fuck, that's a good question, dude. My favorite, my fifth favorite scary movie. Scream, no. Chucky, no. Hellraiser, no. Um. Don't make this long, but think quickly. Uh, hmm. 
I don't want to say it. Damn, I, just, I can't fucking think of like another scary movie. Uh, and I'm probably forgetting like some like ones that I shouldn't be forgetting. Um, fucking smile, thirty one. What else did I say? Smile, 31. I'm drawing a blank. So anyway, I've been talking about this topic for too long. But long story short, yeah, scary movies. Okay, cool. Moving on. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, football season. Football season. Uh, man, fucking Tua took a fucking fucked up hit, dude. I haven't even I haven't looked to see uh, or on I haven't seen Sports Center or nothing like that. I even looked online to see like how he's recovering or what's going on right now. But he's fucked. Um he's hurting. The way he landed. Ugh, I saw his hand. Uh so hope I hope he recovers because he's an amazing talent. Um and just the life of a scrambling quarterback is just the scrambling quarterbacks are like, are they're the drill rappers of football, you know. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't even want to explain that theory and metaphor. I think I'm accurate. Uh, fucking, you know. It's fucking anyway. Shout Lamar Jackson snapping to stay healthy. You know, Huntley, we got a good fucking backup quarterback. But stay healthy, Lamar, please. All that, all these fucking early stats look nice, dude, but it's so early in the season. Stay healthy. Do not get rocked out here. Like, it, like these, it's defensive players out here right now that, that is, it's ugly right now. Like, the NFL right now, you know, there's some crazy athletes in the league right now that are physically dominant, like, that are just insane. So, shout out to all these quarterbacks. But, yeah, the defense, like, they coming, too, and they want that. You know what I mean? So, these quarterbacks, you know, how y'all used to get a lot of calls all the time and this and that. Yeah, no, defensive players have recognized that and they have said, okay, like, we're not going to go easy on you just because the refs ruled us. Like, we're going to, like, you know, if I sack you, I'm going to destroy you. Like, it's not going to be no, you know, two arm wrap, face mask, plays and tackle. Like, like, we're breaking vertebrae out here. Like, it's, whew, man, the NFL, anyway. Uh, shouts out to the Baltimore defense. Stay healthy. I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. Y'all know this. Obviously, Ray Lewis is my cover art. So you know, <laughs> you know, I've been I've been a Ray Lewis fan since the '90s. You know, so uh, shout out to his podcast. That would be dope. That would be so cool to do something with Ray Lewis. He would be so freaked out to be like, "Oh, this guy does a podcast, and I, and and his logo is a painting of me." Like, 
just that conversation and that that story like you know i'd want to call you know shouts out to my seventh grade art class teacher miss Freer. i'd call her if i ever did raise podcast like oh I'm, I'm on the phone with the, my art teacher with my favorite player i drew all this shit that would be a conversation um basketball i'm just ready for nba to start season really um tip off i think i'm definitely gonna get nba pass um if i start you know what i mean that's another thing too soon i'm probably gonna get into streaming or doing more visual things even maybe with twitch or youtube or whatever but soon that's coming uh, so that's going to be extra content. That's going to be cool. Also, soon, I got some comedy skits and bits that I'm working on. So that's going to be coming. I'm going to take my time with things, too. I don't want to rush projects like that. Things need to have time and go through a process. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for basketball to start. Um, it, uh, barring any huge injury, I, I mean, the Warriors might run it back right now. I don't think there's going to be no... There's not a better team, for sure, chemistry-wise, that's better than the Warriors. As long as they have Curry and Thompson and, and Draymond, and, you know, they still got a big chunk of their guys that they've had, too, though. Those are just, the, you know, those, those big market names. But Kerr and all that, like, they're so in tune and just good as a team, and everyone knows their role, and everyone can just... Any one of those guys can go off. And then you got somebody like Draymond who can do anything. Shout out to the Draymond Green podcast. Like Draymond like could get you a triple double. He could just he or you know, if he's if he's guarding you like, you know, you're you know, he's on your ass, like, you know, Draymond could also he could he could he could run the floor. Yeah. Like they can, they get tricky with their lineups. You know what I mean? You know, what if Draymond start running point for a little bit, and then like, you know, you get like a whole, like you get like a five, like all big men with Draymond at the point. Everyone else is above six nine, six ten, seven foot, whatever. Yeah, that'd be nasty. You know, that's just a lineup. That's just strategy. I'm just saying. I'm not a coach, but I mean, that's just. You know, I know I know how to play 2K, so when I'm fucking around on 2K and I'm on some shit, like, yeah. So, I don't know. But uh, that's my pick for the Warriors to run it back in the finals to, to repeat. Uh, in the East, I think the East is going to get better. Boston, I don't know if they'll get back. I don't know if Philly will get back. Uh, I like to, where Toronto is. Brooklyn's always a wild card. You know, and are they going to have Kevin Durant and is Irving going to play? Like, I mean, uh, we speaking about Jay-Z earlier, but Jay-Z really, I think, hopefully, I think he makes, like, his presence, like, felt more maybe, like, I don't know. And, and and I might be speaking out of turn as far as saying presence felt, but it's just, I know it's not to that. It's not the reason why, but, like, it's just the Nets just had, you know, if, like, when that happened, like, when Hove, you know, he was in. He's working with the Nets, and then you know they made that change over from New Jersey to Brooklyn. Like there's excitement there, but but that hasn't been none. I feel like like since like Darren Williams, a long time ago type shit. Like he was still like on the Nets when they were, you know, they haven't been. They they have never been anything compared to like 
what they were in the early 2000s, like when they were going to the Eastern Conference Finals, like when you had Kidd, Kittles, Jefferson, Kenyon Martin, uh, Keith Van Horn, like, you know, shit like that. Like, they've never been elite. I mean, shit. And they had, at one point, they had Vince Carter. You know, they had some, they had a lot of good teams, but right now, yeah, you know. And then, like, it's crazy with Boston, right, with their head coach, that whole situation. That's just crazy. I ain't even know, too. He was mar- he's married to Neil Long, and he's the coach. You're the fucking head coach of the Boston Celtics, first of all, and, and you're black, and you're the head coach. And, you know, what from what has been said a lot, you know, uh, sounds like Boston mm, isn't, isn't afraid to throw them racial slurs out there. I'll just say that. You know, that's what people... I've, you've seen that, you know, a lot, like in interviews and shit. People say, like, oh, Boston's racist and this and that. I know LeBron said it before. But, like... So, yeah, you're the, you're the head coach of the Boston Celtics. You're black. You're married to Neil Long. One of the most beautiful black women and women, period, like, ever. Like legendarily, you know what I mean? And no matter how old she is, she just is like she's fine for life. Like her and Halle Berry are some of the female that's like it don't matter. Like they fine. Like I'm eighty years old, yeah, and like if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But anyway, I'm saying like. Man. Anyway. This is crazy. You get caught cheating with somebody that you work with. And not only, it's crazy because ESPN, like, you the head coach of the Boston Celtics and you black. Now, and you know, you get suspended and put on blast. So there go your marriage and there go your job. Like, boom, like, oh, you, man, you suspended for having a relationship with this staff member and you, woo, woo. Like, damn. Like, there's so much context to that. There's already so much that's getting published, but like, what's not getting published and like, what's like, you know, behind the scenes would be wild too. Like, what happened? Like, and then how did that information get out? And then on top of that, like, you know, who's responsible for leading it? And what are they doing, too? Like, are they nervous? <laughs> That's crazy, man. And he, now he got to be going through interviews. And, you know, plus, you know, whatever's going on now, you know, ain't like, you married to me alone? Like, dang. Shorty from Friday, you know what I mean? Like, crazy. But, you know, I don't know. That's life. That's fucking, you know, it's crazy. You know what I mean? These jobs nowadays. Man, it feel like, don't it feel like like, it's nowadays, there's more shit that, from, like, 
when when a job hires you, it feels like there's more to it nowadays. Like there's a lot more shit involved and a lot of shit nowadays than it was like ten years ago, fifteen years ago. I feel like. And these jobs, you know, they say you could do this, you can't do this, other that. Da, 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 da. Damn, you know, all these restrictions and requirements. I'm really hoping that like. My podcast takes off and I could be rich off of my podcast. I get to a point where I could just, or I just have accumulated so much money that, you know, my responsibility to take care of it. I could just feel like I'm up and get a fucking comfortable luxury. You know, people ask me, you know, when do I want to retire? Shit, tomorrow. Shit. Like, I don't want to, you know, like, I ain't, all this, like, when I'm 60s and 70s and 80s and shit, like, wow, like, I'm trying to get low. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm trying to get to it now. Right away. And like for real though. Like max me out. Level me up. I'm trying to go super saiyan. You feel me? Like Vegeta God mode. Like blue hell. All that. But. You know. One day at a time. Shout out to my financial advisor. Oh man. I just got a fucking financial advisor. And this is breaking news on the podcast. I ain't gonna say his name. But shout out to you dog. This shit, you know, and this is just another decision that's really going to impact and change my life. Just like when I applied for my first credit card. You know, I'm thinking at this point, like, shit, do I want a second one or no? You know what I mean? Because, like, shit, you know, that credit line and just all of that shit is so fucking important. It changes the game of money for me, too. Like, this shit really opened me up to... And, you know, talk, say, you know, even if I had a business loan or like, like $5,000 or 10000 or 50 k or 100 k or a million, you know, I'm learning, I'm learning that, you know, the way to make money, you got to spend money, you got to invest money. But when you getting some of that shit back, like it makes spending shit on it addictive because this shit going to come back to me and some more shit. So this is just like keeping this shit like laundry, like, yeah. This shit coming. Fucking, you know, really me stepping up and holding myself in a businessman mentality and just breaking away from this thuggish ass shit that I've held on to for so long. Because really, is that thuggish shit is scary, is is devilish, is unpredictable, is erratic, impulsive, and it's you know it's, it's a problem and it's not you know it's not what I represent and who I am in my core. There's a lot of trauma when, you know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of resentment and pain too and grief and sorrow in in them thuggish mannerisms that I feel that not only that, you know, and when I say thuggish, I mean, I mean from that word even in general, not even just me. So I just, you know, I know, I know I still am growing up and trying to mature and just trying to find a lot of ways to improve myself, really working on my personal development. And that's something that I wanted to address. And I wanted to document so I could hear myself just even further empath- uh, emphasize and manifest this is, uh, yeah, you know, I don't want to come, I don't want to come off as a thug. Uh, I just, I don't want to subcategorize myself. I don't want to, you know what I mean? I don't want to disrespect myself. Uh, I want to start respecting myself more and showing my value more and just really carrying myself to a better standard, you know? 
that's when again when I say I'm the Mariano of the Marriott, you know what I mean? Like shout out Jay Z, feel me, all that, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. And and just even and just even speaking above I mean not above, speaking about speak just speaking about Hove, you know what I'm saying? Speaking about Jay Z, you feel me? Even just speaking his name on a podcast, you know. Like Jay, and speaking of certain names, cause see, you know, I've been speaking about, uh, I've been saying names, dropping names on my pod, like Bobby Lee. You know, these guys, Bobby Lee, like when I say names like this, and I say their names, these guys are influential to me. They're also great human beings that I look up to in this industry, but also, you know, they're fucking all over my YouTube history. Like this is, you know, I studied these guys: Bobby Lee, Burt Kreischer. Tom Segura, Theo Vaughn, Joe Rogan, Joe Budden. Joe is is a, is a is a much deeper folder for me, but we can get to that later. Uh, you know, uh, but yeah, those guys. Um, um, fucking. Um, uh, you know. Who else am I fucking leaving out right now? Uh, uh, yeah, we talk like this. Shout out Steve Brown. Uh, Lad Love. Uh, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, 85 South Show. Chico Bean. DC Young Flop. Carlos Miller. <clears throat> uh, fucking, uh. I know I'm forgetting some. I know I'm forgetting some. There's so many good podcasts and so many good podcasters. Um, But yeah. Shout out to those guys. I'm trying to, you know, network in that industry. I think more than rap. I think really like I want to be done with rapping. I want my podcast career to take off. Rapping, like, I could always write. Rapping to me is like, like, I mean, like, like some people feel like basketball is life. Like, when they play basketball, like, and they're so dedicated to the sport and everything, like, and they work on it year-round, like, type shit. That's, like, how I am with music and with rap. It's like, you know, fucking, you know. I've probably, you know talk about like how many times I've written a verse, you know what I mean? Talk about like, you know, these people like it's a basketball player making a three point shot, like how many I've made in my career versus you know, just different different imagining different scenarios like that. You know, just saying like I've you know, it's a lot. Um but with podcasting it's just so much easier to talk and less politics involved, like, you know, who owes what, who made this, what all this other shit. All this other legal government shit that goes into even being, you know, uh, entertainer uh, is, is is wicked. Me doing a podcast is just easy. It's just me sitting down somewhere, finding a quiet space and hitting record and me saying some shit. Me curating whatever, how I want to, whatever. Which is cool as hell. And then on top of that, like, it's keeping me entertained and also, you know, out of trouble, hopefully, all the time. And nowadays it's crazy because, you know, just different laws and different, you know, things and just, you know, there's so many ways 
nowadays you can find yourself in trouble you know sometimes it just finds you and uh just knowing how to move and you know is really key and you know not being afraid sometimes also you know like you know but you know also being bold and man enough you know and knowing like hey like there's consequences behind shit you know if some shit goes left you gotta fucking you know whatever life brings to you you gotta fucking see it and understanding that and also letting it go like knowing like okay if i fuck up i fucked up whoops my bad like literally and even in the moment you know yeah i'm more critical and hard on myself but you know in retrospect that's how eat that's the fucking way it is you know At the end of the day, I just want to live my life, be safe, you know what I mean, be able to see my daughter, you know what I mean, like, I want this simple shit out of life right now, in my 30s, I want to start working on my physical body, you know what I mean, like, it's mandatory now, and it's like, okay, get yourself on a schedule, let's do this, you do this, and this, you know, the results come here, and all this shit, it's more calculated for me now. You know, um, I'm I'm ready for everything. You know, uh, I've been through quite a journey. You know, since the start of this year, and you know, alone. You know, and, and just even prior to that, obviously, my whole life has just been a journey. So many different stops and just different phases and this and that. So at this phase, this it just feels great. You know, I feel uh, I feel like a conqueror. I feel like even the things that I, I still I have to do, I'm gonna figure it out. And uh yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, other than that, let's see what else is there to talk about? Um went through sports. Uh, not really getting into politics right now, but here in another month or so. Um, yeah, other than that, yeah, it's about to wrap it up. Um, it's been a good day. I'm grateful for shit. Um, just keep me in your prayers, y'all. Uh, hit my cash app if you want to. Marco Fultz Beats, M-A-R-C-O-F-U-L-T-Z-B-E-A-T-S. That cash app. Uh, yeah. Subscribe, like, comment, all that good shit, whatever. Um, you know, like, if you got social media, by all means, you know, you could tag, you could share my shit and, like, send it to people. Like, it's the thing about social media, and then I'm going to go. I don't like social media at all. And, and this is just an example. Like, say I got a, a Twitter account. Or Instagram account, either one. Like I put, I make a post or whatever, and I got friends and all that shit, like whatever, you know. Like I post something, like I don't get a lot of responses to it, and right, and like isn't like that really? I don't understand the purpose of social media because like people like get all get all worked up about these likes and like how many followers do you have and this and that, and how many comments this and that. And some people fail to realize, like, a lot of these 
a lot of profiles that have like these astronomical numbers and shit, like they don't realize like a lot of that shit is bought, you know, and like made up too. But people just get so impressed, like, oh, it's, you know, and I just, I don't know, it's so misleading. Uh, I just don't like social media. But uh, other than that, I, I would, before I start getting on there and start trying to run my own shit, before I do that, I would hire like a social media team that does that, or like marketing PR firm, you know, to do all that shit for me because I'm not going to do none of that. But at the same time, that, I mean, that's like me getting in my own way from my own growth, but, that may, but maybe not necessarily. It just, it depends. But, you know, there's other, there's more than nine ways to skin a cat. So it's like, just with me basically getting back to performing, I think that's what I want for me and soon in the future. Just uh, and performing, honestly, really just me like with a microphone in my hand. As far as as far as if I'm rapping or even if I'm doing live podcasts, like shout out to Kill Tony, like that's an incredible show. That's like <laughs> that's like fuck. That's like like oh that dude's like Conan O'Brien of podcasts, like like the Conan O'Brien show. Like, that guy's fucking awesome. Like, how he's got a table, he's got him and, like, two or three other, like, guest judge panels, whatever, and then they're just judging and all that, and you're a part of that, and then, like, you have, like, talent come on, and they, they perform. That's fucking phenomenal. Um, so, I'm, you know, I'll be looking at different creative ways to grow this podcast, so... I'm going to try to figure that out, but uh, just to kind of let it catch traction, if, if if it catches on fire, I'm hoping I could just ride that, you know, um, I really want to be successful, like, in this lane, so we'll see where that goes, but all right, that's, uh, that's about it, Dose School Marco Podcast, thank y'all for tuning in, y'all be safe, have a good night, peace.